Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Congratulations, everybody. You made it to Friday. <laughs> We're all here. It's Friday. And this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And you know what? Move over, Chonus, right? Because we've got our eye on another celebrity couple. Indeed. It's called Schwat. A big ol' heapin' pile of schwat for you ladies today. Pause pause button. Just real quick update on Bradley's hot shrimp from yesterday. Oh, hot Everything's shrimp. Everything's fine. Sorry, yeah. Hot shrimp. Actually it was a it was a room temp situation. Colleen became concerned yesterday as I um gnawed on some room temperature <laughs> shrimp out of a Ziploc bag. That had been transported and just been sitting out. It was not refrigerated. I was very concerned about your intestinal health. And just, I know a lot of people were. Yeah, no, and it turns out you tell people that you're eating shrimp out of a Ziploc bag that's been laying around for a few hours. People get concerned. I am very happy to know that should any medical crisis in my life take place, People will be concerned about it. Yeah. So thank you for your concern, but I'm totally fine. Everything is moving along nice. Okay, now back to schwat. (laughs) Speaking of a big pile of celebrity news and gossip. Okay, so celebrity mega marriages. I think there needs to be a TLC series. These are for those celebrity couples, power couples, whatever you want to call them, where the couples have decided they're going to get married and then... All we hear about is the march to the wedding. And we heard about this most recently with Jonas, the relationship we coined from Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Schwat, of course, is Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, Catherine, and Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. So that's the latest uh, relationship we need to talk about because after they announced uh post holiday that they were going to be getting married, literally every day it's a new uh, installment in tabloid media. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, oh, fascinating story. Okay, I'm curious. This is like everyday headline news, top of the, you know, um, top of our Google box. Mm-hmm. It will give us some new installment. Like, here's how Chris Pratt proposed to Catherine Schwarzenegger. Here's what they ate for dinner on the night of their proposal. Here's what Catherine Schwarzenegger wore to bed the night that she was. Uh, wedded or she was fiancéed to Chris Pratt. Well, today the headline, literally the top story at People dot com: Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger are living together, and they and they love their new neighborhood. So the top of People magazine is literally, or was this morning, a story about how they recently moved in together. By the way, 
you may think to yourself, whoa, biggest story of the day, People Magazine? Tell me more. Okay, I will. Well, um, Chris Pratt used to live in Hollywood Hills mm-hmm. with Anna Ferris Because mm-hmm. they were married. Mm-hmm. And um, he apparently has decided to move to West Los Angeles. Okay. Holly. Yes. Where is Hollywood Hills versus West Los Angeles? Like seven miles away. Okay. Okay. So yeah. he moved seven miles away. If that. Um, if that. Now, I will say there's a reason for that. Because okay. they agreed to do that because of their kid. Sure. That makes to sense. To not move too far away from one another. Yep. Um, Catherine, she moved from, oh, where was she? She was basically in. Oh, she was in Santa Monica. Santa Monica. That's right. Santa which Monica. Is which right is. Next to West Los Angeles. Okay. okay. So the biggest development, the biggest story you should wake up to this morning. Uh-huh. Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger basically just combined forces and met in the middle somewhere. A few miles from where they currently live. Okay. I mean It's not like, you know, he decided to make a, you know, bi coastal move to cross New country. York City or something. No, no, they just changed their living situation. And in the story itself. There's really nothing all that fascinating about the move, much less like did they find like the Ark of the Covenant or something in their house? You know what I mean? Like that would be like headline news, you know, or like, you know, did they buy um, Al Capone's old house and they found money in the vault or, you know, that's what I'm thinking would require headline news. Well, here's a quote. Says the insider. Since they started dating, Catherine has taken Chris to all of her favorite neighborhood places, and Chris clearly likes her neighborhood. Wait, okay, wait. So wait, they're going from their house to her old neighborhood. Yes, and, and he's also, at the but wait, there's more. He okay. shared a sweet video of the moving day on Instagram with the caption, "I love moving." Okay. All right. And then, so wait, where's the story? Is the story coming? The story. Then it turns to what? Uh, A question that we had earlier this week. Um, A source previously told people, so they're basically just rehashing the story from earlier this week, that religion is one of the reasons their relationship works so well. They click on a lot of levels, but definitely on a spiritual level. They have the same outlook on life. Okay. I, I would hope they have similar outlooks on right. life if they're going to get married. He's really right. impressed that she's unashamed about her beliefs in God. Are most people are I mean, people ashamed of that? Is if that you a have thing? a belief in God, you're probably not ashamed you're not of it. Usually ashamed frankly. of that. I don't know. So what I'm saying is they in the story about this biggest story of the day, which is that they're moving and really there's no story there, then they'd turn very quickly to another story, which is not actually about the story, but was a story from earlier this week, which then begs the question, why is this couple getting so much tabloid coverage? It would be one thing if it was shoved, you know, like it's one of five hundred stories on the Daily Mail, it's shoved down towards yeah. the bottom, but you know, some Yahoo intern is tasked with following this mopey couple around. Yeah, and they're like, I gotta write another article about it. No, it's at the top of the list. And, wait for it, there's more. So if you're just joining us, we're talking about Schwat. That would be Catherine Schwarzenegger, Chris Pratt. Underneath that story, at the time that I looked this morning, Okay. underneath the headline story about Chris Pratt on People.com and Catherine Schwarzenegger, there was another story. Mm -hmm. Involving another Schwarzenegger. Oh! Holly... Do you remember? Yes. I just put you on the spot. <laughs> it's 
Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's youngest son, Joseph. Oh, the one with the maid. Yes. Yes, meaning the maid and Arnold had a baby, and his name is Joseph. And I think it's yeah. Baina or Baina. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah, last I'm not quite sure, but his name is yeah. Joseph. Yeah, and but he looks identical to uh, Arnold. He looks more Schwartz, uh, more Arnoldy than the other kids, in the sense that the reason he was on underneath the story about Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger, aka his half sister, mm-hmm. again front page. Like, so you wonder, like, what's going on over at People, right? Anyway, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son is like side by side with his dad from yeah. an old school photo doing the muscular thing because he's now basically lifting weights and looks cre- not creepily but like awesomely I guess. Yeah. Like his dad did when he was a similar age yeah. and so that's the story about how he's working on his fitness. Okay. So then you're like, "Wow, okay, take me on a journey. Why People Magazine are we so obsessed with th- these families?" Yes. Why would we be other than any other celebrity, right? right? Yeah. So that makes Do we me have wonder. an answer? I don't think we have an answer, honestly. That's why I wanted to bring you these. I think that's, I mean, that's curious. Is that, and I'm, here's what I'm curious about, because I don't know. What is the Schwarzenegger children's relationship with Joseph? Meaning, you know, if they're getting all of this coverage in People Magazine and they're not cool with Joseph, their half sibling. Yep. D- you know, did because did the story get moved or anything? I'm just curious if they're like, no, uh-uh, oh, that's an interesting. I hadn't thought about any of that, but what I what I did think about was, and what what it's actually because of Holly. Holly goes because when you think of Joseph, right? Like right. I think you th- when you think of Schwarzenegger children, you probably think of Patrick first, right? Right, Patrick Schwarzenegger, who's, yes, who's been in this very studio. Yes, we he saw has. him; he's a lovely piece of humanity. Mm-hmm. But doesn't look as sort of like Arnold Schwarzeneggery no. as Joseph does, right? He looks like he definitely has like the Kennedy He's sort of genes. He's got that Shriver, yep. yeah, like Kennedy um, pretty face. And um, uh, so you think of Patrick. I guess I didn't ever really think of Catherine. I didn't know what a Catherine was. was. But God bless her. I knew about Joseph because of the scandal. The scandal. Yeah. And then Holly was like... Yeah, and what's that other one up to? And I was like, what other one? Did you know that there's another one? I well, didn't even know. I couldn't <laughs> even take attendance of the ones that there were. Well, there, are there four? Yes, yeah, so there are four children that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver have together. There's Patrick, Christina, the, or, um, excuse me, Catherine, Christina, Patrick, and Christina is also a model and Instagram influencer okay. at all. Yes, mm-hmm. and then the youngest son is Christopher. Now, this is where things got interesting. So she mentions Christopher, and she's like, he's not even on, like, um, you know, it's interesting that his that Joseph is, like, really close to his dad and doing the, like, thing with the muscles and the thing, yeah. and Patrick's doing the acting thing, which is kind of also his dad. And then there's Christopher. And I was like, what is a Christopher Schwarzenegger? Right, Holly? Yeah, and that's probably what a lot of people are asking, because Christopher is very... Very private. Now, he's 20 years old. I believe that he goes to the University of Michigan. Now, we were wondering if Christopher even has any social media presence because the other four Schwarzenegger children have strong social media presence. And they also are very connected to their father, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And they put tribute posts up to dad and they show their relationship with him. I did a little digging. And Christopher Schwarzenegger is on Instagram, a private account. 
about 500 followers. He doesn't even go by the name Christopher Schwarzenegger. He goes by the name Christopher Sargent. Sargent being the first name Sergeant Shriver. of his grandfather, Sergeant Shriver, oh. on mom's side of the family. So he is completely like eliminating, estranged, from, estranged his, yeah. from his father, wants nothing to do with the Schwarzenegger family name, or at least it would seem to be oh, yeah. by this presence online. He just seems like he is off the grid. Mm-hmm. He's like the Rob Kardashian of the you know Kardashian clan. He wants no part of all this, you know fame and fortune, or at least this is the interpretation anyway. So anyway, when People Magazine puts those things front and center, it makes you ask all these other questions, which are like, first of all, why are they on there? And then why are not these other things on there? Right. Right. And why haven't we been talking about, we didn't talk about Christina, but you know, she's got some sort of a social media presence and presumably would follow in some sort of parental uh, uh, footsteps. Okay, well, now we're, I'm firmly down this rabbit hole, uh, but I'm going to have to pull myself out by the ears because guess what? We have to move on. Oh, God. Elizabeth Reese is bringing uh, all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert after this on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with so much dirt. Tons of dirt, you guys. We can all think, if if you're in a relationship, we can all think back to maybe like an event that we ruined because we were in a fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> an Think event. back. Yeah. How about several? <laughs> several events. So Chrissy Teigen and John Legend were talking a little bit about this, about their worst fight. So they were on Watch What Happens Live. And I just think this is really funny because um, no one was talking about it at this big particular event. But Chrissy Teigen says she's so mortified by her behavior and the behavior that they, you know, showed off together in this fight that she every time she sees Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, she wants to apologize because it was at their wedding that Chrissy and John were in a huge fight. She said they can barely remember what sparked the fight that they try to think about it all the time. Like, what was the little thing that caused the fight? Doesn't this happen? This is so relatable. She said it was a major blowout. Sometimes it happens the next morning where you go, why were we fighting why were yesterday? We fighting? I can't quite remember. She said it was such a major blowout to the point where every time I see them, I feel like apologizing for it. And you guys remember, I mean, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, their wedding was epic. It was in 2014. Wasn't it in Italy? It was in Italy or something. And there was a golden toilet. Remember yes. the golden yeah, toilet? Oh yeah. And the rose wall. And that wall of flowers. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. It was a lavish ceremony. Anyone who was anyone was there. Every single big name was there. And uh, John Legend said that Kim and Kanye had no idea that that John and Chrissy were fighting, which Mm -hmm. is good. Um, But Chrissy Teigen said everybody knew that they were fighting. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And she says that she thinks that she was really intimidated and it came from a lot of insecurity. And she said, I just took it out on John. It was a lot of fabulous, amazing people in one room. She said she was drinking, she was cocktailing, and then it snowballed into a major argument. That's not a good thing to start with, insecurity, and then add cocktails on top yeah. of insecurity. Haven't we all been there, It's though? a bad mm-hmm. mix. I mean, you can just think back to events. I think about, like, you know, even in other relationships, like weddings or something that I'm like, oh, that was a bad one. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I was in a fight, that one, and it was a bummer. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Yeah, when you're putting on that fake face, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> and then inside, you're like, I just... Seething. Yeah. Uh, and you, or you get in the car, and you're like... I know the car's the worst. Yeah. Then you get out of the car and you have to be a totally different person. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. I'm glad that it happens to John Legend and Chrissy yeah. Teigen now too. That they celebrities. Can, they're, they're just, just like, like us. us. Just like us. Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott are furious. They're, they're not just like us. They're not just like us. <laughs> Why are but they? They mad? are mad. Okay. So here's what happened. Tori Spelling posted a photo of her family, so her husband, Dean, and their five children, mm-hmm. along with her former Beverly Hills 90210 co-star, Ian Ziering. Yes, he pronounces yeah. it Ian, not Ian. I don't understand it, mm-hmm. but you can take it up with him. And his wife. I also just went into a real Instagram hole with his wife the other day. Oh, really? She's like an Instagram like lifestyle person, and she posts all this stuff. And I was like, how do they meet? Anyway, it's a whole thing. He's 54. Did you know that? Can you believe that? No, Ian's that just makes 54. me feel very old. I looked that up two days ago. Ugh. Well, the the psychic or the the dissonance that's happening is because he was playing younger. So yeah. you think of him right. as younger, yeah. even though you were you you thought you were older than him when you watched, but really he was older than you when you watched. And right. by that I mean, yes, you know, us. Colleen and I and yeah, people. Because I thought age. he was. Well, I'm 37. I thought I definitely thought he was older than me because I was obsessed with Beverly Hills 90210 when I was in fifth grade, and they were in high school. Oh my god. Yeah, Are we that and, much different in age. Yeah. No, not that no. much different. I'm no, wow, but Bradley, but we weren't about, older than they were. We were younger. Yeah, but not by much. Yes. So we would have thought that they were. No, that, yeah, that's what. Yeah. I'm, but I'm saying, like when I was watching. Well, I guess I was watching in college. Yeah, they were in high school, so okay. we're about the same age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, Sorry, so, I was doing math. No, and you that's have, a bad thing. So well. no, so so there would be no math. Tori Spelling posted this photo of her family and Ian Ziering's family. So it's her, Dean, the five kids, Ian, his wife, and their two girls. Okay. Right. And then the trolls went crazy talking about how Tori Spelling's children look like they're a mess. Okay. They are calling them <sighs> things that I don't think that you should call children. So I'm not going to repeat that. But also just saying essentially that Tori and Dean look like perfectly pulled together and their kids. Their kids don't. I mean, their kids look like they were out like playing in the street. Like I'm being really school. honest. I, my children kind of look like well, that. Yeah, most they of just the time. no. You can. They don't look like terrible. Yeah. They just look like they weren't like prepped and quaffed right. for a family photo. Right. So now Dean McDermott is firing back on Instagram, and so is Tori, and they are just absolutely furious. There's also conversations about the kids' weight, which I don't think that you should be having. Mm -hmm. And Dean wrote, I am absolutely horrified and disgusted by the comments being left about my children, body shaming and bullying my children. What is wrong with you people? Well, and you know what? I tend to agree with him, honestly. 
I do it's too. okay to, to say whatever you want to say about Tori and Dean and the choices that they've made in terms of, um, you know, putting their life out there. Yeah. You cannot bring the children into that. Well, that the is kids not look like they, they, so he said that they had just come from a long day at school and then just right, went right to this, which is exactly how my children, I mean, listen, my children never have brushed hair or no, whatever. No. I mean, I guess they sometimes do, but uh, mine don't. It, you just, uh, if they think to do it, then yes. It wasn't nice. <laughs> and it rarely happens that I agree and I call Dean McDermott an upstanding guy, but I'm doing it in this case. Mm-hmm. Prince Philip visited the hospital for a precautionary checkup after this crash. There are no injuries of concern. And now the story is, is he still going to be able to drive? Uh, the story is that he will give up driving grudgingly if he's advised to do so following this crash he's 97 we cannot figure out why i mean i'm sorry that is if i'm a royal that's the first thing i'm giving up i'm like somebody drive me places although see there's a difference right because Mm -hmm. the difference for us is that if we became royal we already have an understanding of what it's like to have the expectation of driving everywhere whereas he has literally grown up his entire yeah. life with yeah. no expectation. So for him, it's like a feeling of independence and being like a normal person. For us, it's like, here I am on flipping 94 yeah. again. Yeah. Get yeah. me out of here. Yeah, exactly. I just want one of those self-diving driving Teslas. Bad. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much for that dirt alert. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and hey. your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Line today, Colleen. We have Desiree on the line, and Bradley, what is Desiree playing for? Desiree, Desiree, Bo Desiree. You're playing for a pair of uh, tickets to see the kid who would be king at AMC Southdale and Edina January 19th at 10 a.m. Desiree, are you ready to play the game? I am. This is my third time, so hopefully, yay! Well, hard. hopefully, it's a charm, yeah. Uh, Let's see how charming you are. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who originated the role of Dolly in Hello, Dolly on Broadway? Uh, The person that just died. Uh, Pass. Who is set to host the 2019 Grammys? Uh, Was Kevin Hart. No, that was the Oscars. Grammys. Oh, Grammys. Um, Oh, uh, uh, Jennifer Hudson. Nope. Jake Uh, Gyllenhaal is playing with which Marvel villain in an upcoming movie, Spider-Man Far From Home? Uh, Pass. Who is directing a film version of West Side Story? Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. (laughs) Just give her the damn tickets. Oh, Desiree. You know, here's the thing. You know what? Here's what we're going to do. We are going to give Desiree the tickets, you know, because she should have understood the answers to the questions. Why, Colleen? Because they were, uh, I think, yesterday. Oh, God, did I read that from yesterday? No, it was Tuesday. Tuesday, do you we know were why? laughing the whole so, time. Why didn't you stop like, me? Because the clock was ticking. We can start over. It's not a real clock. Jeez. 
My God, people, it's not rocket science. It's like, wait a minute. I feel like I've heard these. It took me three questions to get okay, there. Okay, so Desiree, call back. We'll give you the dumb tickets. <laughs> well, I apologize. we've got our information. I'm going to send it off okay. to promotions. Right. Congratulations, Desiree. We'll <laughs> give you something you because pre- Bradley <laughs> failed. Do you want to do the real one? Sure. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at the actual I know, but that's fine. Give me a timer. Okay, I'll I'll do it. I haven't actually looked at them. So here, I'll do it. All right. Okay, let's do it. All right, the timer will begin after Bradley reads you the first question. Thank you. Here we go. Where does Winnie the Pooh live? In the Hundred Acre Woods. Snooki and Wow first became friends on what reality show? Sub-Zero and Scorpion are characters from what video game series? Uh, Doom. Peter, Gr- no, Peter Griffin is the lead character in what fam- animated series? The, the, the Spider, the Family Guy. What movie won the Best Picture Oscar last year? Oh, there's a lizard. What? It's kind of a lizard man, right? Uh, Shape of Water. Yes. Oh, you got almost all of them except what for the Mortal Kombat. A Mortal Kombat. That's right. Good job. Good job, me. Good job, me. <laughs> all right. Now that okay. we've. Next time, feel free to just stop what we're doing and say, hey, idiot, you're reading the dumb, wrong Well, then it got kind of entertaining. FYI, the reason that happened, little known fact, because I was looking at the prize information from Tuesday because I knew it was the same prize as Tuesday, so... Hence, I didn't change back to today. Got it. You don't care, but that's what really happened. Okay, well, now that we're done with that skullduggery, uh, it's time to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All right, our first blind item from Crazy Days and Nights. This afternoon has to do with an A-literate, permanent A-list, mostly movie actor who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Okay. This person, the subject of the following blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This A-literate, permanent A-list, mostly movie actor who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee was passing out edibles to TSA agents this week to thank them for working without pay. I also think he was high as a kite. Wow. Um. Okay. That's A-literate. not a good idea. Permanent A-list. I would argue <sighs> that this person is permanent A-list. A-list, yeah, A-A-minus list. Okay. And this is an A-literate experience. Now think about what happened. And then think about... I know, person. I'm trying to think of high people. J- not James Franco, because that's not A-literate, nor is he... Uh, okay, so it's not him. No. Um, so it's uh, it's tied to a story that we maybe talked about this week. Is that what you're saying? No, just somebody who enjoys the reefer. Oh, God, Hollywood, all of them? (laughs) Think of someone who uh, once played a musical instrument and was noted for their skills on percussion. Oh, uh, The Fly? Jeff Goldblum? He's not Uh, illiterate. Jeff (laughs) Joldblum? (laughs) No. Okay, played drums. Well, not drums. No, oh, percussion. Percussion. Xylophone okay. and and uh, what did you say? And guitar too? No, just a notable. <laughs> wow. Hit him out of the park today, Colleen. Just, did you say I'm he sorry, played the I trombone? Took some of those edibles. No. <laughs> Although when he was playing percussion, his personal trombone was front and center. <laughs> oh, Lenny! <laughs> Cr- no, <laughs> Kenny Kravitz. <laughs> We can't get this. Just tell him. Matthew McConaughey. 
Hey! Oh, oh yeah. the bongos! Oh, yeah, that naked. totally makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... Hey, yeah. guys, uh, here's some edibles. All right, all right, all right. right. <laughs> Let me get drugs to TSA agents. That's genius. What? Right. Well, I guess it's legal there, right? In yeah. California, yeah. yes. All right, here's your blind item from CrazyDaysNights.net. Matthew McConaughey, who is an Academy Award winner, was passing out edibles to TSA agents this week to thank them for working without pay. I also think he was high as a kite. Yeah, shocker. That he just seems like he hilarious. would not be a lot of fun to hang out with. Because he would just be, a, he'd be really oof, intense. Kind You'd of. probably have to take care of him a lot, yeah. you know? Yeah, JK living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just keep living. Yeah. L-I-V-I-N. Let's think about a disgraced producer for our next blind item from CrazyDaysNights.net. Here's a blind item. The disgraced producer thinks he can get things done more cheaply and thinks the bad stuff is behind him. So got rid of the person who made the bad things disappear. The producer will regret this decision. Uh, that's a Harvey Weinstein moment. Yeah. Yes. And Oh, uh, yeah, he got rid of his attorney. Yeah, yeah, he did get rid of his attorney. Well, and it sounds like, I mean, it dep- yeah, I think the story is being told both ways. I think that there, it was a mutual decision. They parted ways. They parted mm-hmm. ways um, because Harvey Weinstein was looking for a lot of other Hmm. Assistance outside of his ladies. Yeah, yeah. Lady he was looking attorneys. for lady lady assistance. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So there it is. Let's do one more. All right, this one has some moving parts to it. So listen carefully for this next confirmed blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. It's from the Golden Globes, which happened a couple of weeks ago. So I want you guys to think about a network and a streaming operation. And then I want you to think about a presenter at the Golden Globes a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Here's your blind item. A network and a streaming operation were the biggest spenders last night. Usually they only spend enough to get the nomination, but they both wanted wins as well. This is the only place you can buy what you want. You can also blank some people to get what you want, but that never works past the nominations. Oh, and next time when you decide one of the winners... Maybe you can avoid suspicion by not also inviting someone to come as a presenter too. I'm I like putting all these things into place is really mm-hmm. hard in my brain because I'm not I can't picture all the words that you just said. Okay. But, so first of all, I think Netflix is going to be one of the is going to be the streaming service, yes. right? And a network. So would that be like an HBO or are we talking like an NBC, ABC, CBS situation? Well, think about who won a big award. At the mm. Golden Globes uh, for limited series and several people won for their work. Fox? Fox. FX. FX. FX yeah. yes. for yeah. um, American Crime, Crime Story. Story. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Netflix Versace. and FX. And now think about someone who won a Golden Globe courtesy of their Netflix show and think about who that person is and someone who is presenting at the Golden Globes and you are like, why is that person presenting at the Golden Globes? Huh. Was this um, Beale Street Could Talk? Uh, no. no. Netflix. A oh, surprising Netflix, win Netflix, for Netflix. 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 Uh-huh. What did they win? What did they win? What did they win? It's screaming out in front of me. Big movie star won a Golden Globe for his performance on a Netflix oh, series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
it was uh, an impression. Was he doing an impression? No. Oh, God. I'm so bad at this. I can't. I'm All not. Right. So Michael Douglas won for oh, the Kaminsky yes! Method. The one that everybody was like, what's the Kaminsky Method? And who presented at the Golden Globes, but... What's her name with the green uh, tablecloth from Bennigan's on? <laughs> yes. Michael Douglas's wife. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. Yes, in her green tablecloth from Bennigan's. <laughs> she looked like she was wearing a Bennigan's tablecloth. Oh, my gosh. So let me fill in the blanks for you. Uh, so Fox, FX, and Netflix were the big spenders last night at the Golden Globes. Usually they only spend enough to get a nomination, but they both wanted wins as well. And the Golden Globes is the only place you can buy what you want. You can also, you know, blank some people to get what you want at the Golden Globes, too. But that never works past the nominations. And, oh, the next time when you buy a win for one of your people, Michael Douglas, maybe you can avoid suspicion by not also inviting, inviting, excuse me, his wife, Catherine Zeta-Jones, to present. Okay, wow. here's what here is the unsung story of this experience. We need some. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Somebody with some journalism behind them. A.K.A. not us. Not us. To, because I have heard him talk about before this notion that the Golden Globes, you can just buy an award. You just got to pay a lot of money. Because remember how many people make these decisions? Like 78 like yeah. people yeah. voted for the Golden Globes. Yeah. So um, he alleges that there's a lot of like money under the just, table. They just pay for it. Yeah. And it totally is plausible mm-hmm. versus, you know, maybe some of the other larger awards like that the are Academy, too unwieldy. Yeah. Which, you know, there's a lot of members, voting members of the Academy. Yeah, it's you literally... You can buy all of them off. Didn't we say 8,000? I think it's 8,000 for the Academy and it was 88 yeah. for the Golden Globes. Huh. So, I want to know, like, what's really going on. Interesting. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, thank you, by the way, Holly, for those Thanks, delicious Hals. blind items. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to our Google Trends expert to see what you all have been Googling all week long. That's after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, as we close out the week on Friday, we love to take a look back at the week and see what was catching people's attention. And we do that by talking with a Google Trends expert on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And we're going to check in with that Google Trends expert. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And we've got Molly Vandenberg on the line to tell us what caught everybody's attention on the Google box this week. Hi, Molly. Hey, Molly. Hi, Colleen and Bradley. Happy Friday. Happy Yay. Friday. We made it. Now, uh, we noticed a couple stories about West Side Story. Why was that trending this week? Certainly. And so this is a pretty interesting one. Steven Spielberg is actually working on a modern remake of West Side Story. So we're seeing some interest in that. And why it was particular news this week is he announced some of his cast 
And what's really interesting is that Maria is going to be played by a 17-year-old girl. Her name is Rachel Ziegler, and she is relatively unknown. She posts singing videos on YouTube. She's a theater student in New Jersey. And so it's really cool to see her get this kind of exposure and land that role, especially because one thing that I always know is typically when people are playing high schoolers in movies, they tend to be around 30. So it's pretty incredible that she herself is 17. Yeah. Yeah, no. And she, well, she looks gorgeous. I haven't listened, uh, heard her sing, but um, you know, that's got to be the role of a lifetime for her. No kidding. And is this the only casting news we've gotten so far? Or, or is this just the one that is has everybody's attention? So we know a little bit more. We know that she'll be playing opposite Ansel Elgort, you know, big name there of yes. Baby Driver fame. He's going to be Tony. And then really interesting, Rita Marino, who earned an Oscar playing Anita in the original film, will play Valentina, who is a reconceived and expanded version of the character Doc, the owner of the corner store. So oh, I would that's awesome. that. That is really cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, so from West Side Story to um, a story that, well, it's it's also a story that keeps on giving, the Fire Festival. We covered this when it first sort of um, burst into flames, <laughs> uh, but we're talking about it again. Why? Yes, I would have to say that I probably remember talking about the Fire Festival, too, which for those of the, you who may have forgotten, was that music festival that was supposed to be the best ever in the Bahamas, but ended up defrauding a number of people who, when they showed up, were staying in half-assembled huts and offered cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And the reason why people were reinterested in it this week is that both Netflix and Hulu have actually released documentaries about it this week. So I'm looking forward to watching those. I haven't gotten a chance to yet, but I really want to know how all of this went wrong because clearly everything did I, really seriously everything did and you are not even you know that it's not even a you know a, i don't even know what the word is you're not kidding when you say that they were eating cheese sandwiches and no not, not much else um because they were promised all this gourmet food and places to stay and basically the whole thing fell apart right underneath them that is i'm gonna have to watch those too yeah that's too funny. Well, okay. Last but not least, this caught everybody's attention and it caught our attention, but we never were able really to get to the bottom of it. The Instagram egg. Yes. I still don't know how to get to the bottom of this either, but the Instagram egg is undoubtedly one of the weirder stories that I've seen in a while. So, a stock photo of an egg was posted to an Instagram account entitled World Record Egg, encouraging people to help them set a world record and make it the most liked photo on Instagram, surpassing Kylie Jenner. And the strange thing to me is that people did this. Like, have you liked the egg? I haven't, but oh, yeah. a lot of people have. I did yep. not like the egg. I'm I fighting against the egg. the egg. And I follow the egg and I read the egg stories, the egg. I be, I, because I, until I know who's behind the egg, I am utterly fascinated by how this all blew up. Right. And so what I think is really cool is that so we're not really sure who made this account, but they did get in touch with the stock photographer who took the photo of the egg. His name is Sergey Planetov, and he's really confused by the Internet fame as well. He says, quote, I do not really understand what people like in this egg. And I'm with him. Yeah. I don't either. I really don't get it either, and I was hoping that maybe you'd have some more, you know, ideas, and maybe you could crack the case for us. Like, (laughs) Where did the egg come from? But it seems like, you know, we were even remarking that uh, the New York Times didn't even get to the bottom of that. 
But they yet they wrote an entire article about it. Right. There is so much that you can dive into kind of psychologically with this. And what I would say is that in terms of what we saw in the search trends, people just really wanted to know, you know, how many likes did this ad get? How many likes had Kylie Jenner gotten? Um, and so people are really comparing it to that, but it's very strange to me. I hope that one day we know more about this ad, but yeah. Yeah, look, today I, is not that day. I'm just dying to know who started it. I feel like that should not be that hard to figure out. Yeah, but they clearly had to have had some secret magic behind them because, I mean, how many times a day does somebody just create an account to try to get attention and it fails miserably? This one just seemingly Caught came out of nowhere no and blew up. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. keep us That's posted, so Molly. If I will. You, you know, I'm going to keep an eye on this. Okay. Thank you very much. And thank you, Molly, for uh, giving us those trends today. We'll talk to you again next week. Absolutely. It's always so much fun, and you have a great weekend. You as well. Thanks, Molly. That is Molly Vandenberg. She's our Google Trends expert. Um. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what you were going to do, but I was going to say, if we have time, we should really just mention the Wendy Williams yeah, story I really was, quickly. That's exactly what I was going to do because we just got some big news about Wendy Williams. Yeah, so you know that she's been out because she broke a hip or no, she actually had a shoulder fracture or something mm-hmm. like that and and she had this, there was some weird like uh, show experiences where she was like slurring her words and not and making any sense. she said it was because of the pain medication. And she's like, oh, it's this pain medication that I'm on from the shoulder thing. Well, now, and you'll remember, she then came back later and well, first she said, I'm going to take some time off. Yeah. Then she came back again and said, I'm going to take even more time off. Well, now she has apparently been hospitalized and has delayed her show for a third time, this time due to complications from her Graves disease. Okay. I'm not saying, I'm just saying something's a little fishy mm-hmm. and it's the whole story. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we come back. What is the thing that your kid desperately wants to wear out in public, but you will not allow? 651-641-1071. Everyone loves buying holiday gifts, but the credit card hangover? Not so much. Well, Old Navy is outdoing even Santa with their prices this season. They have incredible prezzies for everyone on your list, like matching jingle jammies, statement-making coats, and the coziest sweaters. And Old Navy has tons of gifts for under 15 bucks. So you can buy yourself a little something too. Sorry, not sorry. So pop by a store or visit oldnavy.com. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.